Greetings folks, you have tuned in to the Historian's Corner. The First World War is finally over. Everyone's happy and cheering. Meanwhile, a German man goes to a shop with billions of German marks, which was the German currency back then. He reaches the shop and says, Hey, hey dude, that's a lot of money you've got there. What is it you want to buy? A loaf of bread? Also, last week my entire family starved to death. That's sad, but nope, that'll cost you 2 trillion marks. Inflation in post-war Germany was so bad that by November 1923, 4.2 trillion German marks were equal to only one US dollar. After Germany was defeated, the Allied powers met at the Paris Peace Conference to set peace terms for the defeated Central powers. Now, there were differing views about how the defeated powers should be treated. For example, the Britain said, we should allow the German economy to prosper. After all, if we want them to pay reparations, their economy should be strong enough to pay it. The US said, we should work towards a lenient peace treaty. The French had a really interesting stand on this. They said, we should take Germany and and then and also, boy did they hate Germany. After all the deliberations, the controversial Treaty of Versailles was imposed on Germany. It was a humiliating peace settlement for Germany. It now had to pay massive reparations, reduce its armaments to 100,000 troops, demilitarize Rhineland, which was a German territory bordering France, Belgium and parts of Netherlands. Territories which Germany occupied during the war were taken away, either by the Allies or was set up as independent states. On the top of this, there was internal unrest in Germany, which led to the abdication of Kaiser Wilhelm II and declaration of a republic, the Weimar Republic as it came to be known. After the war was over, the general consensus was that the horrors of the war should never be repeated again. A League of Nations was established during this period with themes of fostering stability and international cooperation. So let's see how that played out. It's 1920. Poland attacks Lithuanian units and occupies Vilna. Lithuania appeals to the League of Nations. Help us, we have been attacked. It's unfair. Sure, we will support your claim to Vilna and will actively defend your sovereignty. And then the Conference of Ambassadors, which was basically an organization of the Allied powers, said, Actually, I think Poland deserves Vilna. They've fought hard for it, you know. And the League said, Well, okay. And Lithuania said, There were multiple locations where the League's discretion was clearly ignored. The League had no military force of its own. USA wasn't a part of the League. Overall, the idea was great, but it didn't go quite well. Still, the League of Nations cannot be dismissed as a complete failure. 
it formed the basis of a relatively more successful United Nations organization, which came into existence in 1945, after the Second World War was over. In fact, certain branches of the League of Nations, like the International Labour Organization, the Health Organization, and the Refugees Organization, did quite well. Let's check in on Russia. The Russians were suffering. Then, the Bolshevik Party in Russia told the people, "You know how these corrupt monarchs have been dictating our lives. Yes." and how they never gave us the freedom and rights we deserve oh yes how about we topple the regime and establish a new governance system yes please and how about a new communist government which will brutally oppress any dissent and will lead to a large scale starvation all across the country and so the bolsheviks came into power The pressure of the war caused two revolutions in 1917. Tsar Nicholas II was forced to abdicate and the Bolsheviks by the way they were the communists came to power. After that Russia pulled out of the war. After the first world war the Austria-Hungary empire or the Habsburg empire collapsed. Separate states of Austria and Hungary were formed. Now now There were certain countries that benefited from the war at least on the economic front these were the United States of America Japan and China these countries basically took advantage of Europe's preoccupation with the war and expanded their industries and trade all these immediate consequences were serious but just wait for when a man with a silly mustache comes to power in Germany and shows the world what true horror is